I had kind of a shit day, but uh, that's okay. My car is currently waiting to be serviced at Honda now because I went out to... So the plan was I was going to go meet um, Randy and some of the other family members for beers and merriment at uh, Bear Chase Brewery. Got my car, powered it on, and it said something like... The battery light flashed, and then it was like... um, What was the message it gave me? Hold on, I took a picture. Service engine soon? Uh, no, it was. It, it said, it My said, car's been telling me that for about four months now. <laughs> it said check charge system. Oh, and I was like, what? <laughs> like I don't the know what alternator? That That's what I'm worried about. Because I, I, so I was like, all right, well, let me see what happens if I just go a little bit. And I went like just outside of my garage. And then I and it started like freaking out. I was like, oh! So I put it in reverse to go back in my garage. And as soon as I got in my garage, it just died. Oh, I was like, nope, dead. And then uh, I went to try to start it back up, and I was like, nope. Oh. So um, I tried to jump it. I was like, well, let's see what happens if I jump it. And it turned on. I was like, oh. But I still had that flashing thing, right? Yeah. Well, so as soon as I took the charge off, it was like, nope, dead again. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, that sounds like alternator, which isn't terrible. Yeah. It's, it could be, or it could be fuses. Uh, there well, so I, <laughs> so I went and was like, well, let me change the battery. How hard is that? So I was like, maybe, because the battery light was solid. I was like, well, then it's probably the battery. If, it's, if the battery light's solid and saying check charge system or whatever. All right, let me go. So I was like, how hard is it to change the battery? So I looked it up on YouTube and it looked pretty easy. I'd never done it myself. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> so I ordered a battery from AutoZone and drove up, picked it up, brought it back. It was the wrong size. Oh. <laughs> Of course, right? But yeah, you you got to check their little. There's yeah, a little I did. Manual, it was like, man. I I did. It was like I look. I put in my car model, the exact you know four cylinder, twenty thirteen EXL, the whole thing, and I was like, hey, this one will fit your car. I was like, all right, cool. I'll go order it right up there. So I came back home. Got I brought the old one back, and I was like, all right, this one didn't fit. Here's my old one. Give me one that exactly like this. So got it home, installed it. It turned right on. I was like, yes, and then the light came on again. And it said oh. the same damn thing. So I was like, all right, well, let me see what happens if I just start yeah. driving it. So I started driving it and the light <laughs> turned off. I was like, oh, maybe it just needs to charge. Like maybe it just needed mm. like I know nothing about cars. I'm I'm no Jake Johansson who needs a snowman in the mm-hmm. in the under the hood. Just put his hat like, hat back on. That's that's yeah. my, that's that's what I need to know when I look under a hood. Um so I, I started driving it and I was talking to, to Tiff and she's like, Well, just meet me in Honda, we'll drop it off there and They'll look at it and figure out what the fuck's wrong with it. So, I am thinking alternator though too because I, I did Google it and it was like that yeah. could be alternator, which is like a I don't know. Yeah, your car starts running off the battery and then the battery dies and then your car dies. So, yeah. But you got a new battery. Yeah, I got a new battery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's squared away. So anyway, that was my day. Fun. Yeah, it's a good time. I, I cleaned four bathrooms. <laughs> I would have done that over uh, over what I had to deal with in my car today, probably. I don't yeah. know. It's a toss up. <laughs> well, last week was Anthrax's 40th anniversary live stream oh, yeah. thingy. And Eric and I watched watched it. Yes, it was good. It was good. It was. It was um, <laughs> we were a little disappointed that they completely ignored the John Bush era. But oh, otherwise, it yeah. was good. 
Well, I mean, in their sequence, aren't they going to eventually talk about that? Or is this the end of their... No, I mean that they already talked about the John Bush stuff. They're now on to like worship music and yeah. Um, but the live the live stream thing was a, was actually like a pre recorded concert basically. Yeah, yeah. So they played a bunch of rare tracks and which songs I also didn't done. expect. I thought it was going to be like actually live and it yeah, wasn't. like live. So live little, but it, I mean, it was good. They sounded the sat, great. Sounded the set great, list yeah. was good. There were some nice surprises that I didn't expect, but um, yeah. You know, it, it would have been cool to see like John Bush come out. And yeah, play. that's what I was expecting. I was expecting like, like bring out Dan Lilker, bring out Dan Spitz, like bring out all the old members and like yeah. I celebrate. thought they were gonna yeah, I thought they were gonna kind of go album like like kind of kind of what they've been doing with the YouTube thing where they've been going like era by era. So I thought yeah, they were yeah. gonna start with like you know fistful of metal stuff and I don't know if they would bring out Neil Turbin, but <laughs> yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Like I was really happy w- watching most of the, or at least. I don't know. I at least I'm up to persistence. Um, that you know everybody, Dan, Neil was all involved in that. You know Dan yeah. Spitz and Dan Wilker. Right. You know, right. and they seem to all at least be talking. But I don't think there's still good enough terms for Neil Turbin to take a stage. Probably them, not. Right? Yeah. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Neil Turbin, I didn't really expect. I I thought they'd like bring out Dan Lilker. Dan, Dan Spitz seems and Dan like, Spitz you know, for like, sure. Why, yeah. why wouldn't they? You know, yeah, yeah. it's just I don't know. It seems like a missed opportunity. Like they've yeah. been they've been hyping this up for weeks. Like we're gonna have this huge 40th anniversary concert. And it's gonna be you yeah, know like celebrating 40 years of the band, right? Which so, to me means there's a 10 year era with John Bush in the band <laughs> that you might want to address. By playing like maybe two songs, right? And what about that other guy? Oh, uh, Dan Nelson. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a sure? A, that's his name. <laughs> they had yeah. a guy between John Bush and Joey Belladonna for like a week. <laughs> he lasted. He lasted for a year. He, he was. Yeah, I don't think they, were, they didn't record they, anything with him. No, they did a couple no, of they, live shows with him. They actually did record. They recorded worship music with him. The whole thing. Hmm. Holy crap! I didn't know that. And then they, oh, and, and then they're like, you know what? Maybe something in another direction. Something happened. I don't. Nobody really knows the story, but apparently something really bad happened. And there's two huh. sides to it. And mm. they're like, no. Well, what they said on the latest YouTube thing was that when Metallica invited them to play the Big Four, that lit a fire under their ass, and they were like, well, if we're celebrating this era of metal and like these four bands and their their heyday, then we need to bring Joey back and. That's what they said on the YouTube thing. I don't know if that, you know, that's why. I mean, but I, from my memory, there was a whole thing where they had that guy, Dan Nelson, whatever his name was. He left. And then they had like, like Corey Taylor came in and sang for yeah. him. And they, they Corey were Taylor was going to be their, yeah, he was going to be their singer. Yeah. So I don't think that's completely truthful. What they yeah, said. I don't think, no, I don't think it's true at all. But anyway. Uh, but I mean, I don't think we'll ever know what happened with that guy. Yeah. No, they're not gonna. I mean, I mean, he probably has a lot to say about it, and I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube somewhere. But I don't know. I can't I, find I, anything. <laughs> oh, really? There might have been like a court case about it, and they were like, you know, never speak of this kind of thing. Wow. I don't know. Maybe something weird happened, and they were just like, you know what? And he wasn't bad. Like I, there, I have a bootleg. No, show he was good with him. Yeah, with him singing, and he's he's kind of a mix of Phil Anselmo and John Bush. Yeah, he was kind of Phil Anselmo. Kind of has that. I thought. Yeah. But it worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing the the live footage of Fight Until You Can't. They were playing that live. That was good. It sounded good with them. But yeah. um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> so what are we talking about? Armored Saint. Let's let's get going, right? We're going to talk Armored Saint. Let's, uh, I uh, hope okay. so. Okay. At some point. Let's hit the intro and then we'll talk Armored Saint. Okay. Hold on to your butts. Right there to our immediate left, we have uh, all the folks gathering for the uh, annual Saxon concert. You've got people who really are into the occult and into Satan. They're propagating Satan, and I think it's a devastating thing on our culture. It calms me down. What's your favorite total metal video? Here's the funny part about metal. It's getting old. But you know what? Embrace it. I want to be that grandfather in the backseat of the car. Could you turn on my station, please? Such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. And we're gonna be at the Wilson Theater tonight with Slayer. You're gonna be there too, right? Oh! <laughs> it never gets old. Nope. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, welcome back to Summer in Time Podcast, everybody. Summerintimepodcast.com is where you find us online. Uh, all of our episodes are streaming there. Links to all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, I want to mention another thing here, too. Also, if, you know, we do these episodes and uh, we talk a lot about different bands and we try to gather as much information as we can about these albums. But if you have more information that you want to share with us, like if, if you, you know, if we post on social media that we're going to talk about some album and you know something great about that or want to contribute, you can contact us and you can yes. do that. Via the website, you can email us. There's an email address we have, somewhere in time podcast at gmail.com. It's a tough one to remember, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, send us information. If, if, you can if even comment on the Facebook. Uh, That's true, too. If you'd like. Yeah. I mean, we'll try to do a better job of um, posting what we're going to be talking about. But, uh, yeah, if you see something that, uh, that we're going to be talking about that you have a lot of information on, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah, I'm just so, looking here. I'm looking at Dan Nelson pictures. Was it Dan Nelson? Was that right? Yeah. If you look, okay. if you Google Google him and just look at the images, I don't think you'd want to be in a band with this guy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good to know. Like, he looks like a problem. Apparently, he was, but I don't know the whole story, and nobody seems to know. Well, that's okay. Except for the people who were there. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to be in a band with him anytime soon, so I'm not really worried no. about it. <laughs> uh, his name is too generic anyway. Dan yeah. Nelson <laughs> It is a no name wrestler <laughs> He's already in the ring when the match starts That's yeah. right. or they, when, they, when the other guy comes out yeah. Doing stretches like, yeah. Yeah. Jumping up and down well, All right, This dude's this... pretty buff though So maybe, maybe I shouldn't talk shit about him Because <laughs> he's going to listen Yeah. Who knows You never know Alright this episode we are talking about the album Symbol of Salvation by and, Armored Saint. And Suit. who are who are we? Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I'm Eric, and Tim is here. Hello, I am Tim. <laughs> Joe is here. <laughs> I'm Dan Nelson. <laughs> Hi. And Keith is here. Good evening. Yes. Good evening. Thank you for reminding yeah, me. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock no is here, too. That's why, that's why I'm here. That's what they yeah. pay me for. All right. Uh, Armored Saint, let's play a little bit of this album i'll play warzone yep. i like that one okay that's a good one right yeah 
He said right. <laughs> it is good. Is it? It, it is. Ah. <sighs> Come on, Bush, sing. Yeah. Here he goes. When I dream, I see movements in my head. I always had the story wrong. But the scenery is never quite clear. Cause the film is going on. But I just roll. Let me fade that out. So that was John Bush. On vocals. Yeah. Um, you got, uh, let's see, Phil Sandoval on lead yep. guitar, Jeff Duncan, Duncan, excuse me, on rhythm guitar, Joey Vera on bass, and Gonzo Sandoval, and I don't think Gonzo's his real name, <laughs> on drums. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there is an appearance by Dave Pritchard uh, on this album, who was, maybe we should get into that right off the bat. Dave Pritchard was the. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the main songwriters of this band yeah. um, before this album. And I guess yeah. he did write a portion of this album too, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he died of, was it cancer? Yes. Leukemia. Leukemia. Oh, leukemia. Isn't that a form of 20... cancer? Yes, uh, it is. is it? Okay, well, whatever. We're not medical experts. <laughs> I think well, Joe, Joe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> he was 26. Oof, that's rough. That's eight years of evil medical school. You should get some respect. Okay, well then tell us, Joe. Is leukemia a form of cancer? It cancer? is. It's cancer of the blood. Okay. There Thank you. Go. Uh, so yeah, um, let's see. This album was produced by Dave Jordan. Dave Jordan of well, who the hell did he produce? Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anthrax. Oh yeah. I think he did Chili this Peppers too. I was looking at his. Uh... Oh, that's right. That's right. It didn't sound a white noise. Yeah. Okay, guys. I, actually, that we were talking about the uh, Anthrax 40th anniversary YouTube things, and and John Bush actually mentioned that the fact that mm-hmm. he worked with Jordan on this, and then the next album he worked with him on was uh, the Anthrax album. So you can tell, like if you listen to it, mm-hmm. those Dirt and uh, Sound of White Noise and this all have a similar sort of a feel, sound. You know, guitar tone, well, so drum. This tone. one is very reverby. Like it is. Re- yeah, are, Jane's Addiction too. Okay. James Addiction, okay. Yeah, I know he was. He worked with a lot of like Chili Peppers. I think he did Mother's Milk. Yeah, I think we've looked him up before. He's got yeah. a million albums. We didn't really. He did Mother's Milk, yeah. really? I think so. Yeah, I was looking at his portfolio earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see. Yeah. Fishbone, Break Like the Wind by Spinal Tap. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> really? Yep. That's hilarious. He's got a, quite a a range, unlike, say, Scott Burns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever do you mean? We'll talk so, about that next week. Obviously, this was the last album for Armored Saint for a while since um, Dave Pritchard died. And and also, John Bush went on to join Anthrax. Yeah. Um, that was probably the bigger issue. <laughs> well, was it? I mean, it might have been the, the first, you know, that domino fell because they didn't want to do it without. Pritchard, I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know of the history there. I don't know if they, they were like, okay, well, we're not really a band anymore. I mean, Pritchard, I think, was one of the original members, correct? He was. He yeah. was. But they... He 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 died 
uh, before this album was released, and they yes, recorded. Yeah. They finished it after he had passed away. So, yeah. I mean, and they they toured on it and everything else. So, yeah. I can't imagine they were like, "Well, that's it for us after this album." I think it was more a matter of like it was 1991, and metal was going crazy and weird, and Wish went to Anthrax, and they're like, "Where do we fit?" I guess nowhere. Because I guess technically Bush joined Anthrax in 92, right? Since yeah, someone was 90, 93. 90, yeah, he joined in 92. Yeah, so. Which kind of left Armored Satan in limbo for a while there. Definitely. I mean, it yeah. took nine years to put another album out for these guys. Right. Yep. So. Yeah. And I'm going to, I got a feeling I'm going to be defending this album. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get into the songs, let's, Funny let's talk about, about this, that. This, this goofy this goofy album cover. Well, I was trying to figure out what's going on here. It's like a mirror with some chick. Is that a mirror? Yeah. I don't know. Is it? Maybe it's well, not. It's, it's, a sil- like it's, it's, it's a frame. Maybe it's a piece of art. Could be. It's That's like stupid. a... stupid. Whatever it is. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's not good yeah. cover. It's a new logo, too, isn't it? I read something it, about yeah. how John Bush didn't like the wooden... Logo. Yeah, there's a bonus, uh, like an extended version of this album with uh, these long interviews. And he mentions that, that he, he liked the new logo, but he didn't like the burned wood thing. He thought that was kind of cheesy, but he did like the the big A yeah, yeah. and the big um, T, I guess it would be. Or the a D, I it's guess. It's a D, the yeah. D, yeah, the yeah. armored, yeah. He said it was a little Metallica-esque with the two letters being bigger on either side, but mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, there's not really too much to this album cover. I mean, it's, I don't know what that little symbol is. It's the symbol of salvation. They said the model was hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, I guess. Remember she was hot. (laughs) Paid a model for this stupid picture. Apparently. I know. It looks like a, a trinket. It's kind of, it's kind of. Vag- vaginally shaped. Yeah, it is. Is that the symbol of salvation? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> the vagina. Yeah. All right. Well, if there's not much more to talk about this album cover, nothing, nothing spectacular about this. No, no, no cool stories about this album cover other than the new logo. They didn't really have much to say about it in the interviews. They were just kind of like, "Yeah, we like this new logo. It was more modernized. We were trying to get a more modern logo because the old logo was this sort of that, you know, scripty gothic-looking font that they yeah. had." The, like so the knights, it was just yeah, like medieval. Yeah, font. exactly. Yes. Yeah, like a medieval. Yeah, exactly. And they were trying to modernize it, so that's kind of the story behind it. But I don't know if there's anything beyond that. It was just, which like, is interesting. I'm looking at the Spotify, and Spotify. That's the logo is the old one. I know because yeah, I think there's an there was an extended version that came out in uh, Europe okay. or was I think this was re released in like 2003. Gotcha. And they put the old logo on it. So okay. Just mess with just John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some of these songs then. Um, I think it opens great. I love the opening track. I think it might be yeah. my favorite song on the album, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Great. Yep. Mm. Rain of Fire. Joe? No? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, really? I can just tell you right now. I'm not going to like this album until track 12. Oh, my God. Whoa. What? Yeah. I just okay. I mean, there's well. some parts that are okay. I just this this. I don't know. We we can go through them song by song, and I'll, I'll try to <laughs> well, be nice. Wow, 
Oh, well. Jeez. Did not, did not dig it. Well, do you want to talk about the production or just talk about the songs for in, like, in order? Uh, we can talk about the production a little more. I mean, we kind of oh. hit on it. I just... Yeah. For... Of the three albums we mentioned, I thought this was by far the worst sounding as far as Allison Chains and some. Uh, oh, the, the, the Dave Jordan stuff, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Between the three we just mentioned, yeah, this one sounds. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I yeah. did not like the sound of the bass really at all. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's his playing I don't like. But. No, I, I mentioned that too. I thought that the bass, was, the bass tone was a little muddy. Um, yeah. I think the drums are a little low in the mix. Uh, the guitar tone is very heavy metal pedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but that's you know the that's the thing with this band though they're more they're not thrash you know no they're not they're just uh, a tr- traditional heavy metal band. Yes, they're like one of yeah they're very very traditional heavy metal. They're not yeah. uh, you know so it's it's we're kind of veering off a little bit from what we've been talking about recently. Uh, yeah, with you know, Metal Church and Ratchet America and those albums were very thrash. This is more like rock. Yeah, this is this is this. I mean, the, the one thing that I said listening to this, you know, all the way through, is this is definitely, you know, nothing like any other thrash bands. It's not thrash in any way, shape, or form. No. And and I feel like it really contains, especially with the goddamn wanking guitar solos. Oh my god, it's got so much more of the, you know, I, it's not glam, but I definitely feel like I could see. The fans being at right at the front front of the stage to make sure that their hair blew back while they're like, <laughs> you know, doing the the, the jack off guitar solos. Well, they're an, they're an L.A. band. I mean, it, uh, yeah, which it's, you know that might have something to do with it, and they do have a bit of a rocking, you know, uh, yeah, history. I guess you'd say. Their well, compared to their so older albums, this is pretty <laughs> heavy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This I is this was a this is. A step in the in, a, in the right direction, I think, for them. And it's a I, good I, I like, thing I never bothered listening to any of their other stuff. Well, <laughs> Raising Fear, I like Raising Fear a lot, which is the album before this. And it took five years to put this album out. I mean, I'm, a, oh, wow. I'm a pretty five. big Armored Saint fan. I don't know. I don't know. I've always liked this band, though, ever since I saw them on MTV in 1987. when I saw, I didn't even know anything about them, but I saw them. Is that a live thing? Yeah, it was them and Halloween and Grim Reaper. I remember that. Know, <laughs> Grim and, Reaper. And I was, I thought John Bush was awesome. I was like, man, that guy's voice is killer. He's such well, a great voice. Well, when like Graham Ripper plays, and then that goes, it's just like, holy shit, this is the greatest band ever. <laughs> I mean, it's, they were for sure the best band there. I mean, it's, the competition was pretty. I mean, Halloween, they're not a bad band either. But we we talked about them. But this is not a good looking band. I mean, they probably thought they were, but I just I don't sent know, you guys I, a picture, <laughs> a promo picture. Well, in '87, they were. Um, yeah, they were. They were very. There's know. a there's a Queensrÿche vibe to these guys. Yeah. I think Queensryche kicks the shit out of these guys. <laughs> I, I do not. <laughs> I mean, Queensryche might be better musicians overall, but I think musically I like Armored Saint. I mean, I, I listen to more Armored Saint than I do Queensryche, that's for sure. Because they've had... I mean, they're still together. They're still putting albums out. They put an album out last year, actually. So And it was good. And it was... Yeah, it's good. It's John Bush. I mean, it's it was heavy. It was... And the last two albums have been really good, actually. Yeah. I actually three. Like, I was going to say this. <laughs> I was going to say this when we give our overall last grades, but I think four. I, <laughs> this album, I was expecting to like it more than I did. Like I haven't heard this album in a very long time. Uh, I listened to um, the most recent two more recently. Um, mm-hmm. Can't remember their names right now, but I like those better than this album. I think. 
Um, because they're more, they are more modern and kind of thrashy. Yeah, and they, they have a better sound. Yeah. Definitely better production. Yeah. Better production. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, they're, and they don't, this band doesn't really branch out <laughs> too much. No, not really. They do what they do and that's what they are that, you know, you're going to get an Armored Saint album when you put an Armored Saint album on, especially from 87 forward. So, yeah. Did oh, they when- have a, a video that was played a lot on Headbangers Ball? Cause I yeah, Rain, of, Rain of Fire. It was? I don't Yeah. It does not ring a bell for me at all. Yeah, that was that was a I wouldn't call it a big hit, but they played it quite a bit. I remember seeing enough of them where I thought, like, okay, but now <laughs> that now that I've actually listened to it, you know, gave it, you know, some solid listens. No. no I'm <laughs> Jeez, definitely not gonna be a fan of this band. What is wrong with I, you guys? I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest. The first time I threw this in you know, I was just, you know, you guys have jerked off to, to Bush, like, for years and just, you know, <laughs> going off on how, like, oh, man. taken out of context. He, you, you, oh, my gosh, he's so good. And, oh, yeah. And I'm, he like, is good. I, he I is. don't think he's that good. You know, I he's mean, got I, the, he's got range. He's got range. It's, he, it's talent-wise, but he just, you know, he can do a little bit more of the gruffier side of Yeah, things, it's the grittiness it's, of his it, voice. It's yeah. not that gritty. It's It's nowhere close to, like... You know, kind of the the, the Hetfield, you know, growliness. No, no it's I mean, not. But it's no. it's a good heavy metal voice. I mean, if, yes, it's it's what you look for to me. What you look for in a metal vocalist. It's got enough. There's enough melody there. It's not operatic, but there's also a lot of grit, and it's it's a good metal voice. And that sounds I mean, so much better in Anthrax. Though. I was going to say, I do so. think he's his vocals improved in Anthrax too. Is it and maybe or it's or the music just better, or both? I yeah. think it might be both, actually. I mean, uh, you know, the music obviously is better. Like, Sound of White Noise blows this album away. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but I do think his vocals improved when he joined Anthrax. I think he's actually gotten better over time. Because um, I think his voice is better on the newer uh, Armored Saint albums, too. And which wind hands down and punching the sky. Was yeah, that's it. That's it. And also the album from two thousand. Um, Wait, what did you just say? There were two more recent albums from Armored Saint. One was uh, Wind Hands Down, which I think was twenty fifteen, and Punching the Sky was twenty. Was that twenty twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? Uh, punching the Sky was. I can't remember. <laughs> twenty twenty. I thought, I I thought you said. Oh, punching it was last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you said punching, punching this, this guy. guy. Punching this guy. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, and Revelation I mean, I, was too. I might listen to it if his name Thank not. <laughs> it's about Dan Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's play a little Rain of Fire because we've been talking about that one. So yeah, and I think oh, it I is my did. favorite. Okay. Um, no, we played uh, Warzone. Can't 
Yeah, that's good. I like that song. What? No? That's good. Which part? Part that was that you faded out on. The little thing? No. What? What's wrong with that? You don't like I, that riff? I mean, it's no. not. It's not it's cheesy. You know, it's not earth shattering, but it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a little, you know, it's a little ditty transition thing. <laughs> it's, you know. No, I like that. Yeah, I love that song. I think that's a great song. It's a Actually, the first Fender's opening band. Oh no! No, come on, stop! Wow, Jeez, oh flip! <laughs> I would say, <laughs> no, nah, never mind. I'm not going to say no. That. Yeah, you can you can say it later. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but <it's> not now. <laughs> I don't think like oh, I, the, the the only song that I was like the truth always hurts. That's the one where I was like, hey, that riff was very. Oh, well, I, don't, I thought it was wait. a little countryish almost. There's a song on here where I think there's it's like a he does like a octave climb with the the chorus it's towards the end. Oh it's, yeah, it's either hanging judge or burning question. Yeah, there was kept, one. I was like, that, that wasn't necessary. You don't need to do that. They kept doing it. I was like, no, mm. man, I don't know. Things got like by the time we hit tribal dance, and I, I was enjoying this like up to the first three songs, and then it just like like the song never ended. It just there's no variety in this. It's only four I minutes at all. in that song too. It does feel like it goes on for a long time. What tribal dance? Yeah, man. Yeah. I like I mean, that song. What went the, I would say the entire, yeah. like, like this entire album, just like you know, I'm, normally when I'm preparing for these, you know, podcasts, I'm I'm at work, and I try and like you know, that's one thing. Like normally, it's so many other uh, albums we've I hope listened your boss to. Boss isn't listening. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I who I've been in my office in two years, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> but one way or another, uh, you know, there's there's so many times in other albums where just something like I'm sitting there like just doing whatever bullshit, you know, and all of a sudden. It just fucking smacks you in the face. You're like, holy shit, what the fuck was that? I, you know, hit rewind, you know, start the song over. And it's like, shit, that never happened at all on this <laughs> album. You know, I, I, I was, yeah, I got into it a little bit. And, you know, there's definitely some talent there. You know, Bush does what he does. But, uh, I, like, especially by the time I hit, you know, my, my only comment on Tribal Dash was, Tribal Dance was meh. Mm. I, I know it's kind of goofy, like the whole premise, like the whole, you know, tribal drums, tribal dance thing. And I like that song. Yeah. Were, yeah, were they trying to do Roots four years too early? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were definitely not trying to do <laughs> Roots. No. It's, uh, they, I mean, you I don't, don't think, you know, they, I don't think they could ever confuse anything this band has done with anything Sepultura would ever. <laughs> no, no. You know what the song's about though, right? What? what the song Tribal Dance? No. What no. is it about? It's about the way America was addicted to drugs and uh, uh, was fueling cartels in, in uh, Colombia. Glad, glad we nipped that one. Apparently, yeah. uh, somebody wrote into Rip Magazine and complained because they thought Armored Saint was dissing Colombia. Because like, he mentioned oh. specifically Colombia. And uh, John Bush had to write back and say, no, 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 I'm actually dissing America for being so addicted to these, you know, the cocaine and things like that. I'm not dissing Colombia. I'm not dissing the people who are making the money. I'm dissing the people who are supplying the demand for the drugs. The CIA, <laughs> whoever. <laughs> anyway, he was saying I'm not dissing your country, dude. I'm dissing the the people who are addicted to cocaine. 
Hmm. Let's play a little bit of this. Which was the majority of the metal uh, metal genre. (laughs) First metal came from Columbia, I guess. Let me get a little bit into it. I like that riff. Yeah, it's a good riff. Like that. Yeah, me too. That's cool. Well, Joe's not a fan. Right. But we skipped <laughs> dropping like flies and last train home. Yeah, I know. I just we were talking we about that. Rule. We're so, not supposed to talk about songs that have train in the title. <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's just generic to put train. How in. how would a last metal train. show not be able to do Crazy Train? That, crazy Train, exactly. <laughs> that was the last one where <laughs> I don't know. Last train home it reminds me of that Spinal Tap's first song they ever wrote. <laughs> All the way home. Oh <laughs> yeah. All the way home. All the way home. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, dropping like flies. I like Not that song. swatting at flies. A better song. Yeah, that is a better song. But this is a good song. It's inspired by jerks in the music industry. Uh, it's more commercial sounding. Is this about yeah. Dan Nelson? <laughs> Dan Nelson. <laughs> Neil Turbin. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Dave Elves. <laughs> oh, Armor Sandler dropped. Different kind of jerk. <laughs> Dave Elves in the second time. <laughs> God, Armor Saber yeah, were dropped by Chrysalis Records. They were what? They were dropped by Chrysalis Records, um, which wow. was a major label. Then they were dropped by then, and then, and then picked up by Metal Blade Records. And this is sort of a diss at you know industry types. I, I just and they were. I guess I guess in '91, a lot of the a lot of people in the music industry were just sort of like losing their jobs and. Things were changing rapidly, and this is kind of like they're laughing at them because they're like, "Ha ha ha, fuck you!" Mm. You thought you I were just, so smart, and now you're. I just job. picked. I picked up a Blondie album recently that was on Chrysalis. There you go. Yeah, this one was a little more commercial sounding. Uh, like it's it's a good song. I just the uh, the chorus is very. Yeah. Oh, this is very This is actually the song that I was thinking oh, of earlier. Where you said, Joe, you were saying that this one, I they have get, like go up a, they change a key, they change keys at the end. Oh, during the chorus, oh, they do that. A, they do that yeah. a few times on this album. I didn't think modulate that was necessary. at the end. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think it was necessary. But that's an old timey thing to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're a classic metal band. From yeah. a medieval era. Yeah. <laughs> they can do it. I, they can do it. I see the other picture want. you sent, Joe. That's, yeah, that's very early. 
I, I mean, you could make fun of Overkill for even exactly, more than that, so. or or Slayer really too. I mean, Slayer yeah, that's was... true. Even probably Metallica at some point had some ridiculous photos like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> John Bush looks high as oh, fuck. Iron, yeah. Iron Maiden still looks like that. So yeah, this is very. That's a super old picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Last train home. Oh, I, I had a note on this song. The clean part reminded me of "Love Hate Love" by uh, Alice Alice Chains. Chains. Yeah, here I'll start it because I think it starts with that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, there's, just, there's an element of cheese. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little corny, but I, I, I still like the song quite a bit. Okay, Keith, I can see the guy with the wind blowing in his hair on his solo. I agree with you. Yes. This was, this was me. This was the song. I'm just like, you know what? I can totally see. Yeah. Would they be playing on top of a train? Yeah. Wind blowing in their head. That right there reminds me of uh, Love, Hey, Love. Oh, yeah. It's probably the production is a big part of that. That clean oh, yeah. the guitar tone probably is. But that riff is very. Yeah. It's very Love, Hey, Love. So apparently um, this was just a, a, a riff uh, that Phil Sandoval had recorded. Mm-hmm. And Dave Pritchard was hanging out with him and he said, what is that? And he's like, ah, that's just a riff that I wrote to just play leads over just to practice leads. And Dave Pritchard said, oh, that's that we could build something off of that whole thing. Oh, cool. Build the whole song around that. And then uh, John Bush was later on just like mumbling some lyrics to it, just like Kind of like what James does, where he just like hums, you know. Yeah, he, didn't, yeah. he didn't know what the lyrics were. So he's just kind of like, hmm. And they said, "That sounds like you said last train home or something." And he's like, "Oh, that's pretty cool, last train home." And then he's like, "I don't like ride trains constantly, but it, <laughs> it's it sounds it sounds pretty cool." Uh, so I they mean, hey, I used to ride the subway into DC <laughs> every metro. day. Yeah, so, so this could have been your metro. theme song. <laughs> 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 Mr. Chance. <laughs> For those not watching on YouTube, Keith just shook his head very, yeah. very aggressively. <laughs> Emphatically, I would say. <laughs> um, yeah. No, and this was also a video. This is the second video from the al- album. Oh, okay. I don't it's, remember it does, that video at all. I don't either. I don't remember Rain of Fire either. <laughs> I, mean, I, remember <laughs> being, I remember it being a video. I just don't remember the video. It was black and white. Um, okay. Just them playing. It was a pretty cool video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about Tribal Dance. Truth Always Hurts is the one that I was like, that here, I'll play that riff. That. It's very hard and heavy. Yeah, that's I almost... I feel like I've heard that a million times, you know, for like the 80s. Fuck yeah! If you double the drum speed, like the beat, there's a... Um, prodigal song. Does it start with that riff kind of? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know that song well enough. You would recognize immediately that riff, though. So yeah, I guess you don't know that song. <laughs> yeah, Killers so, is not an album I listen to a lot. But no, I don't go to that album that that often. So that song, um, the song "Den of Thieves," which is on the album Revelation. Yeah, that was supposed to be the song. Those two were supposed to flip-flop so den of thieves is going to be on this album really and yeah and the truth always hurts um nine years later 
Yeah. Wow. That's yes. Crazy. They, for some reason, they just decided to put the other one, you know, they flip-flopped it. So it took oh. nine years to put Denethia <laughs> should have been on this album and Truth Always Heard should have been on Revelation. If I remember correctly, Denethia is a much better song. It is, actually. Yeah. Uh, Half from Bridge is the little instrumental. Yeah, that's oh, a... Um, wait a minute. Okay. I found the song. It's Twilight Zone. But, uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That sounds and, more familiar. Yeah, yeah, you should play that riff. So okay. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Is that on Killers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you a Maiden fan? I don't well, listen to Killers I remember the name of the song. I, I, <laughs> I know a lot of the song. I know all the songs on that album. I don't know a lot of the names still, apparently, after 30 years. Yeah, I just don't listen to the um, Paul Diano stuff that much. Uh, well, that's weird. It's not on Spotify. Really? The song is not. Is it? Was huh. it a B side or something? No, no. It's second yeah. to last song. It's not on there. Purgatory is the second to last song on uh, on well, Spotify. Let me see if it's on YouTube. I guess I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally different drum beat. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. That is very similar. Definitely. Huh. That's crazy. Obviously, this came out first. <laughs> <laughs> By about a decade. Yeah. yeah. By actually a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm really confused why that song isn't on the Spotify. Version. That's anyway. really, yeah. That's one of those licensing things, I guess. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I, I, that's crazy you pulled that. Yeah. yeah. Off on a tangent here. That's all right. That happens. It does. So I bet we can look at who wrote it. Maybe that tells us. The Armored Saint one? No. Oh, the Iron Maiden one. Uh, Harris. I can't believe it. He wrote everything on that album. <laughs> yeah. It's not shocked. That's shocked. Didn't he write everything Didn't he write everything everything ever? <laughs> I don't know. The new one coming out looks like no, it, he's, he's in there like a third of the time. Yeah. Yeah, there's three by uh, Smith and Dickinson, which is pretty cool. Well, there's like yeah. like a bunch with gears in there, and I'm scared of that. But I still bought it. <laughs> yeah. I haven't yeah. I haven't bought it yet. I don't know what I'm waiting for. Call yourself no. a fan. I'm waiting because it's fifty dollars, and I don't know if it's going to be a good album yet. I think it's twelve bucks on, on uh, iTunes or whatever you use. Yeah, I could I could just get it streaming, but I just you know I, will, I do want the vinyl. I wanted I just, to give him some money. Yeah, I want to I want to know it's a good album first, though. I don't want to yeah. spend fifty dollars to find you're out. You're gonna get it. Yeah, you want a virtual? You're, you're X. Want to spend fifty dollars on virtual X? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right, you have Fear to, of the Dark. You're going to buy this one. I don't have Fear of the Dark on vinyl. I only have like four. Oh, you're, talking, you're just talking about vinyl? I'm just talking yeah. about vinyl, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, The yeah. only thing I have on vinyl from Iron Maiden is uh, I think the Infinite Dreams 7-inch. What? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I, hey, no, hey. I, I, only, vinyl. I only bought a, like the record player like two years ago, man. <laughs> you call yourself a Maiden fan? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I've got, every, you know, I've got almost... I'm just throwing that back at you because yeah, you threw yeah, it at me. That's yeah. all. 
Like All right, back old... to the Mormon Saint here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Half Drawn Bridge. That was the uh, little instrumental. That is cool. a, um, in the studio creation. Oh. By the by. Cool? Also, cool. Uh, when you hear, yeah, it's cool. When you hear Half Drawn Bridge, you picture like a drawbridge, a drawbridge that's not quite, it's like half drawn, right? Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I picture, is, but that's not what it mid, is. Is it about midway drawn? What is it? Is about someone so drawing a bridge? When when Dave Pritchard was in the hospital, he would draw bridges and trolls. Oh. <laughs> but he, he a lot of times he wouldn't finish drawing them. So Because he died. Yes. So they thought it'd be cool to to have a song dedicated to him called Half Drawn Bridge because he had a lot ah. of pictures of bridges that were only half drawn. Oh, now I feel That's why it's called Half Drawn Bridge. You fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're going oh, to hell. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the kind of you mentioned insensitive. That. Unlike Pritchard, I'm going to get over this. <laughs> oh. yeah, another day. That's I figured that that was kind of. It seemed to me like it was about Pritchard. I was a guess. So that one, yeah, that one was demoed. Um, Dave Pritchard helped write it, and he would actually yeah. demoed it before he was in the hospital. Yeah, and some of the leads were written by uh, by him. So when they were okay. recording those leads, they were like, "This is kind of." eerie or just strange to be recording these these leads that he wrote and now he can't play them so they're kind of like i mean this is this is tough you know playing these songs playing these leads that he wrote for us the cool outro on the on guitar in this song i thought play a little bit of that it's a good song i mean it's you know it's a ballad but it's yeah i'd say like the build up to the heavy parts that i thought yeah yeah That is very amazing too, though. Oh yeah, and this God, his voice is awesome. I know. Oh, I love his voice. You guys are crazy. Yeah, that's that's a he, great mean, metal. Without voice. him, this album I probably would not like that that much yeah. either. But How do, the, and, he and the band, makes yeah, this the album. Band, yeah, the whole band. I think without him, they'd just be kind of like, eh, it's fine. But his voice is so yeah good. He's got a great metal voice. Hmm. Anthrax agreed was well. They agreed with us for a while, and then so did Metallica. So did Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted them too in the beginning. Yeah. Yep. It's a great voice. Uh, Symbol of Salvation might be my second favorite on the album. Great song, in my opinion. Yeah, actually, I- okay. So this song, <laughs> the song was originally called Helmet of Salvation. What? <laughs> Helmet wow. would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Dark no, Helmet like, of ooh. Salvation? I don't know why they thought. It was actually Gonzo who was like, maybe you shouldn't call it Helmet of Salvation. <laughs> and, he's like, and he helped with the lyrics a little bit too. Gonzo did. Oh, okay. Um, and there's a part, um, if you want to play this, there's a part at 156 where John Bush goes, ah, fuck. And he actually oh, really? said that because his, when, yeah, when they were recording his voice, they, they didn't keep the voice cracked, but his voice cracked. And oh. he's like, ah, fuck. So <laughs> they, 
they redid that vocal take, but they kept the ah fuck part because it's right before the solo, and they're like, it sounds like he's leading into the solo. <laughs> so if you want to play that, that's at one fifty six. That's pretty cool. Bass guitar sucks. Good solos. The sound, the the, the uh, sound of the bass is not great, but you can hear the bass better in that song. I thought, which was yeah, interesting. you can hear him doing bad stuff. <laughs> no, I like that song. It's, really good it's song. about organized religion. In case you're wondering. Oh. Yeah. Anything else on that song, Tim? Um, fun. Any fun facts? That was another song that was on um, Phil Sandoval's riff tape, and uh, uh, Dave Pritchard pulled the riff he, he liked the riff and like, yeah we can build off that too similar to mm. last year in home yeah okay yeah yeah it's a good song it's one of the better songs in the album i think title track yeah no i agree i, I like that song a lot actually yeah crickets great yeah i know <laughs> you need the cricket sound effect i do <laughs> i don't have any of that yeah <laughs> joe's over here <laughs> What's smirking? Well, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. We like it. Yeah, I got it. You like it. I like it. <laughs> That's why it's cricket. I like the band and the song. You <laughs> <laughs> do that, Hanging Judge. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, that was. You know what's that song? So, um, you guys know Brian Slagle. Who that is? Brian I Slagle. do. No. Metal Blade the, guy, right? Yeah, he's the Metal Blade guy. He's the guy who yeah. runs Metal Blade Records. Yeah. To this day, he's a big metal guy. Anyway, he, I guess, insisted that this song be on the album for some reason. And he, he had to convince the band to put it on the album. And it was written around 87. It was an older song. So they, I guess they had demoed it. And he's like, yeah, that song is great. And they're like, I don't know. But since he was Brian Slagle, him being who he is, I guess he had some pull... And he said, "Put this on the album." Hmm. And uh, it wasn't it's also for me. No, it's fine. It's also on the Hellraiser soundtrack. Not really. Yeah. And uh, John Bush said he was disappointed with his vocals in the song. Yeah. Me hmm. too. I'll play a little bit of it. I mean, it's not again. It's not that wasn't that memorable to me. But yeah, this is one of those sort of filler tracks. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, it sounds like an old school metal song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Warzone. We played a little bit of that already. Um, heavier. I like that one too. Yeah, it's the only song that's in drop D on the whole album. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's a little more. I mean, they're not thrash. Of course, we've said no. that, but that was the one that was like, okay, that riff is that could be, you know, almost a thrash riff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a cool song. Well, yes. Obviously, it's about war. <laughs> <laughs> the crapshoot of being in war, specifically. Whether you're Was it almost called Helmet you're... Zone? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. War Helmet. 
Burning Question. I don't even remember this song. Uh, I like that one. It's, you know. Yeah, I like it. I, it's, it's, it's one of those, again, where Bush, his vocals make the song for me, though. Like, it wasn't, didn't really stand out except for his vocals. I think his vocals are great in the song. And what's funny about that is he said he liked the demo version better. and He liked his vocals better on the demo version of this song. Oh. <laughs> Ironically. How does he? Oh. So a little bit. A little bit of it. Again, it's like it's fine. But so many of these songs sound like they should be the like played during a, a montage of fight scenes in like Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it came out ninety one, but it does have a very eighties sounding. Yeah, it, yeah. Transformer. It's, it's, that could have been in the Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely old school metal. Yeah. I, I that's the whole thing. It sounds like more, you know, kind of metalish rock you yeah. know mm-hmm. but that's what i mean that's what i mean like old school like 80s mid 80s like, this and that's is what like metal was then this is this is like if, if van halen didn't have eddie oh. it would be this i was gonna say um well, not lyrically but no sammy hagar could have slipped right into this <laughs> band and they wouldn't have missed a beat not lyrically yeah, there either I can see that i mean Definitely i can not. see that not lyrically no but not lyrically <laughs> at all <laughs> oh no no that's a War big aspect of like tequila zone or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bikini zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, we've reached tainted past. Which is uh, one, one more, one more thing, thing about burning off. question. Wait, oh, one more okay, question. Uh, that song is about. I don't know who Pad Dauber is. No, but apparently she was murdered by a stalker. And that's what that song oh. is about. Mm. I don't. I don't. That's just. It's what it's about. Okay. okay. Thought I'd throw that out there in case anybody knows who Pat Dauber was. Pat? She's. I'm sure somebody does. Yeah. Okay. Tainted Pass. What were you going to say, Joe? I said this is where the album kicks off for me. (laughs) This song is this album is 11 minutes for you then, basically. Roughly, yeah. (laughs) It's a a short EP. (laughs) Really short. (laughs) It's interesting. This is the longest song. This is seven minutes long. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't for me. It wasn't one of the highlights. Um. I got a bunch of stuff on this one, so. Still be in an eighties cartoon. Okay. 
Tim, you said you had some stuff on this one. Lots of stuff on this one. Yeah. So Dave Pritchard actually plays on this on this song. Okay, this is the one. By way of yeah, this is the one. By way of they used a demo. I can actually play real quick. Um, that let them explain it because it's, it's not very long. And uh, another cool thing about that was that we wanted somehow to include Dave on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from you know these guys uh, trying to match his solos, and mm-hmm. we thought, well, I think it was maybe my idea of like let's lift the solo off of the four track version and try to fly it into. I think we, you and I had a discussion about this at, at one point because I remember saying like, can we do something with Dave on the record? Like put a demo track or put something on. I yeah. think we came up with the idea. Well, how? Like maybe we could fly in one of the the leads. I was that's yeah. cool because we, we want. At least I felt it was it was important for me yeah. to have him somehow be yeah. on actually on the record. Yeah, and he played a great solo on the, on the demo. It's kind of a Robin Trower esque, yeah. cool bluesy solo, and uh, and then uh, and then it was up to to Brian uh, Carlstrom to try to make it work because the tempos were different, so we had to do some finagling, and you know we flew it in bit by bit, but it ended up working, and it's in key and in tune, so. That was it, an amazing process, by the way. I yeah, there, actually, I was going, yeah, was, man, these guys was, are working their asses off. It was really cool. And this is the days before Pro Tools. And oh, all yeah. That. oh yeah, stuff <laughs> that you can do now. Oh, this yeah. was, it take ten minutes there. now. I think he took he took the line of the output of the solo, ran it through the Peterson, which is the tuner, and into the input of the of the tape, so that the tuning you, he can check like really quick. I, yeah, I guess I remember doing that, and then just. Bar by bar. And then bar by bar, we flew it in. It was and about a six, eight-hour process. It took a while, yeah. yeah. We, we were up till three or four in the morning doing it one night. But when we were done and listened back to it, it was like, yes, it was just so cool that we actually accomplished it. And it's it pretty worked. eerie, actually, it's I remember when I first yeah. heard it. Yeah. yeah. But it's... So he's it definitely on that more. record. Yeah, it, yeah. it sounds it sounds amazing. I mean, like yeah. I said, it doesn't... And who would have known this come from like, a four-track recording, yeah. a little cassette, you know... Eighth inch, you know, little cassette tape. You know? Well, you know, there was there were reasons. <laughs> That's pretty much for it. That. Dave, was yeah, do yeah. you know where the solo is in the song? Yeah, it's I believe because there's two solos, but I think it's at uh, three forty one. I think that's the solo they're talking about. If you want to play, play a little bit of that. another solo yeah so i don't know if it's that one or the one i'm not sure which one it is no well that this, one i guess they could they said it was bluesy yeah they said robin trower esque so i think it was the earlier one yeah, yeah that sounds more mm-hmm. what is um uh, what does he mean by flying in these things i, th- I think they like, just mean they seattle or something that's what i pictured right away when they said it like where was the demo that they had to fly in and they kept doing it i guess they just mean just pulling that one particular track from the four track and Popping it into the, the mix. I don't think they mean literally flying it in. I've never heard that term before. Yeah. 
I, I yeah, guess I that's either. what they mean. Because it, it's just a four-track recording, and the, probably one of the tracks was that lead. I don't know exactly. That's got to be what they meant, though. No, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he said it was on a... A four-track. Yeah, four-track, like a, a, an actual tape. So... Yeah. Maybe they did fly in from somewhere. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's pretty cool, though, that they were able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Able, able to let him play on the album. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is cool. Uh, all right. Well, we're on to the last track, Spineless. I think it's a good closer. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this one's a little more thrashy, too. I think the yeah. verse riff was uh, might be the thrashiest thing on the, the album, actually. I think so. And the song has double yeah. bass in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I, I, I dug this song. Put a little bit of this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. Singing sounds most like anthrax. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's heavy. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's that's good. It's that's, that's an older song. A song had been on the back burner for years. Really? Just, yeah. Hmm. And it used to be part. There's a song called "You Can Run But You Can't Hide" that was on the Decline of Western Civilization two soundtrack. Okay. I guess this this used to be a part of that song. They just sort of oh, interesting. Pulled some riffs. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that's the second best song on the album. Maybe it's the best song on the album. I don't know. It's Probably. it's up there. Yeah. The ending is great, double bass and everything. Let me play a little bit of that. I don't remember the ending. The very end, basically, like the last. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Cut him off. That's okay, well, we've reached the end. Yes. Um. Again, I mean, obviously, Tim and I are the only ones who really enjoy this album, but... Uh, <laughs> anyone I mean, I, I, I would say I hated it. I, I would say, like, the, the first listen, I enjoyed it, and every subsequent, it was just like, it all just kind of blended together they were just that's a bad sign yeah exactly like the first time <laughs> I was like all right they were like oh yeah they were like oh <laughs> yeah so, so, i mean so to me you know i i was i was hoping that this especially when i was doing the initial like read up on this album like you know 
people in the metal genre seem to think this was a good album that should be, you know, remembered or something. I don't know. (laughs) It was was, one like, you know, the top 400 metal albums of all time. I don't remember who who did what. Rock hard. (laughs) I think I think universally this is their best album. Like uh, people, you know. This point is their to this apex? Is their, yeah, that's they're, what I feel. Well, that's going to save me a lot of time in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't the agree band? with that. I actually think their later albums are better. I think the one from 2000 is really good and the last... <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Eric, metal doesn't exist in that time frame, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anything after, you know, 95, you know, metal stopped, you know. <laughs> the albums still came out. We can talk about those and stuff, but you can't really admit to, you know. I still like it. I, I still like it. The band considers this their best album. Okay. Okay. And most fans seem to think so. Yeah. Uh, you want to grade it? Sure. Okay. Uh, let's start with Keith or Joe. I want to hear what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll start it. You got it. Right. I'm go gonna, I'm going to go C plus. I mean, it definitely you know it's definitely not an F. It definitely you know has some merit to it. It's just not. There's nothing that really separates this from, I'd say, like the, you know, the wannabe Van Halen bands of the '80s. And it, and as much as you guys, as I say, you know, you guys love Bush so it's much. That. It's it's his <laughs> vocals. I don't think kind of push it that high up. He's good, but he's not great. Wrong. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so wait, wait, did I say C plus? Yeah, you said yes. C plus. Yeah, which yeah. is higher than I. Wrong. <laughs> yes, this so is a solid wrong. D. Oh my god, for me, because there's is... certainly worse stuff. So it doesn't fail, but uh, and it's got two songs that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I'm never going to listen to this album again. Yeah, sad your damn mind. <laughs> I give it a B. Um, I don't. It. It. I like it. Um, I thought I liked it more than I would, uh, but I don't. So did I. Um, <laughs> I like I said, I I've, I've repeated this over and over, but I do like their of their collection. I think their last two are probably their best, in my opinion. I think they got better. I think John voice his, John Bush's voice got better with time. Um, I don't know. Their, their newer stuff's heavier. I think um, it is. I yeah. might listen. I might try that. Stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it, and, and there's some really good songs. I think "Rain of Fire," "Symbol of Salvation," "Spineless" are all great songs. "War Zone" is really good. So, you know, B, solid B for me. Yeah, I'd say B plus for me. I mean, okay, it's, I think it's one of their better albums. It's a, it, there's nostalgia for me, of course. It was a '91 uh, album, and it yeah was on pretty good repeat for me until the Black album came out. Cause this was a, this was a summer album. We we played this at the beach. Well, not the beach. Actually, we went to we went to Florida that year. Yes, so it was a Flo- right. it was a Florida '91 album for us. And uh, but I mean, you know, it's John Bush. I don't. I think the guy's got a great voice. I mean, yep. on this album and every other album that he's been on, I think his voice is solid. He's got a great metal voice. And there's some there's some cheese in this album, of course. But overall, I love it. I still play it to this day. I've played it since 91. There's some skippable songs, but yeah, still, I'd say B+. Good. 
Very well. All hail Armored Saint. <laughs> <laughs> Is that well, their logo or their, their slogan? I don't know. I just like them. <laughs> I know. All right. All right, cool. Uh, well, next episode, we will be talking about death. Human. More death. The band death. Not just, yeah. We, were, we talked about enough. people in the band, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. That is true, too. Uh, okay, well, but until next time, um, for Keith and for Joe and for Tim, I'm Eric saying... Thank you! Good fucking night! Oh. Energy. Energy, aggression, power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Heavy metal speaks to the anger and despair of teenagers today the same way that the blues used to speak to the despair and anger of the South. Cutting up. Cutting it up big time. Some country coding this.